Go at them from the jump. No use to try for fancy riding now. And Clancy? You must wheel them. Try to wheel them to the right. Ride boldly, lad, and never fear the spills. For never yet was rider that could keep this mob in sight. For never yet was rider that could keep the mob in sight, if once they gained the shelter of those hills. So Clancy rode to wheel them. He was racing on the wing where the best and boldest riders took their place, and he raced his stock horse past them, and he made the ranges ring with the stock whip, and he met them face to face. Then they halted for a moment, when he swung the dreaded lash, but they saw their well-loved mountain full in view, and they charged beneath the stock whip with a sharp and sudden dash, and off into the mountain scrub they flew. Then fast the horsemen followed, where the gorges deep and black resounded to the thunder of their tread. And the stock whips woke the echoes, and they fiercely answered back from cliffs and crags that beetled overhead. And upward, ever upward, the wild horses held their way, where mountain ash and Kurajong grew wide. And the old man muttered fiercely, We may bid the mob good day. No man can hold them down the other side. When they reached the mountain's summit, even Clancy took a pull. It well might make the boldest hold their breath. The wild hop scrub grew thickly, and the hidden ground was full of wombat holes, and any slip was death. But the man from Snowy River let the pony have his head, and he swung his stock whip round and gave a cheer, and he raced him down the mountain like a torrent down its bed, while the other stood and watched in very fear. He sent the flint stones flying, but the pony kept his feet, he cleared the fallen timber in his stride, and the man from Snowy River never shifted in his seat. It was grand to see that mountain horseman ride, through the stringy barks and saplings, on the rough and broken ground, down the hillside, at a racing pace he went, and he never drew the bridle, till he landed safe and sound at the bottom of that terrible descent. He was right among the horses as they climbed the further hill, and the watchers on the mountain standing mute saw him ply the stock whip fiercely. He was right among them still as he raced across the clearing in pursuit. Then they lost him for a moment, where two mountain gullies met in the ranges. But a final glimpse reveals on a dim and distant hillside the wild horses racing yet with the man from Snowy River at their heels. And he ran them single-handed, till their sides were white with foam, he followed like a bloodhound on their track, till they halted, cowed, and beaten. Then he turned their heads for home, and alone and unassisted brought them back. But his hardy mountain pony he could scarcely raise a trot. He was blood from hip to shoulder from the spur, but his pluck was still undaunted, and his courage fiery hot, for never yet was mountain horse a cur. And down by Kosciusko, where the pine-clad ridges raise their torn and rugged battlements on high, where the air is clear as crystal, and the white stars fairly blaze at midnight in the cold and frosty sky, and where, around the overflow, the reed-beds sweep and sway to the breezes, and the rolling plains are wide, the man from Snowy River is a household word today, and the stockmen tell the story of his ride. Old Pardon, the Son of Reprieve You never heard tell of the story? Well, I can hardly believe 
Never heard of the honour and glory of pardon, the son of reprieve? That maybe you're only a Johnny, and don't know a horse from a hoe. Well, well, don't get angry, my sonny. But really, a young'un should know. They bred him out back, on the never. His mother was Mameluke breed. To the front and then stay there, was ever the root of the Mameluke creed. He seemed to inherit their wiry strong frames and their pluck to receive as hard as flint and as fiery was pardon the son of reprieve. We ran him at many a meeting, at crossing and gully and town, and nothing could give him a beating, at least when our money was down. For weight wouldn't stop him, nor distance, nor odds. Though the others were fast, he'd race with a dogged persistence and wear them all down at the last. At the Turon, the Yattendun filly, led by lengths at the mile and a half, and we all began to look silly, while her crowd were starting to laugh.